Good morning, afternoon, and night, and welcome back to the Examined Laugh. I'm your host, Thomas Lundy. We got Dylan Jones, D. Jonesy, the one and only, the teenage heartthrob, the sound god in the building. Sound god. And this week, or this month rather, or whenever I decide to release my podcast, for this episode rather... We are joined by Molly Smithson. Hello, hello, everybody. Oh, thank you. Actual applause this applause. time. Applause, amazing. Making moves. We're on our amazing. way up. We're on our way up to the top. Making a sound god executive decision there. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us about yourself. Who are you, Molly? Who am I? Uh, I'm a comic here in Portland, writer, big fan of pickles. Um, <laughs> Own a marketing agency and just marketing mogul. Mar- marketing mogul, yeah. Um, and that's about it. You got shit to plug. You want to you want to plug your shit up top? Yeah. Um, cheerful comedy at the Cheerful Bullpen down by Providence Park. That's a mic every week, and then second Thursday of the month is a showcase. So we have a killer showcase going on. I think both. Thomas yeah. has been on it. Dylan, no, the sound god has soon never to been on be. It. <laughs> soon to be. <laughs> Using the show looking- for booking purposes, you're out, dude. You're oh, yeah, the- now that you're looking in the eye, I'm soon to be on. <laughs> no, it's a cool spot, actually. Uh, fantastic wings. Yes, Ooh, fire wings, wings literally. Wings. Too many so flavors. Hot. Way too many flavors. Well, they put them in a little. This is just a note for a cheerful bullpen. If you're listening, like make the font dark enough or big enough. It's hard to read. Yes, it's actually, I wanted menu. to say that. There, no, and also it's fucked up because they're like, oh, our wings are one of our best things that we have, and then it's like on the back of the menu, yeah, and yeah. all of the flavors are like this little tiny paragraph. It's yeah. like they're good, but we don't really want to sell them. They're probably oh. difficult to make. Probably, yeah, and you can get a bunch of flavors, so it's like the and less we get to people up. to choose, just pick that one flavor. Yeah. That makes it easier for They're us. They're mixing those up in the back yeah. live. Yeah. And in this episode, we're talking about, what are we talking about? We're talking about the movie, What About Bob? What About Bob? Starring the fantastic Bill Murray and a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm that nobody cares about anymore <laughs> but it has bill murray in it bill murray and richard dreyfus are the two main so bill Doc- is what about bob yeah. and dr leo his? marvin dr leo, leo marvin, marvin. <laughs> yeah oh uh, shit what's the how do we describe this movie it's about like um bill murray plays this mentally ill man he has he doesn't have any actual mental illness in the film their portrayal. So that's interesting. You don't think he's actually mentally ill? Oh, we'll get to that. But uh, they never actually oh, tell you yeah. like his thing. It's interesting their portrayal of mental illness in that movie. I'll get to it. But like, I had a lot to say about. Oh, this. There's a lot to say about uh, many aspects of this movie. But anyway, it's about that guy, right? Yeah. And he goes to see this therapist he's a, mm-hmm. he's a ser- therapist psychiatrist leo marvin played by what's his name uh richard dreyfus the legendary richard richard, <laughs> richard if you're listening to this i'm sorry I, I should i should know who you are and basically it's about bill murray being a very i don't how do i say it he's without like, he's an invasive patient yeah he's annoying but everybody loves him like yeah and everybody ends up hating his therapist who's this acclaimed like expert 
Yeah, so like the therapist is like this legendary expert or whatever, and he gets assigned to Bill Murray, and Bill Murray turns out to be this really weird patient that he gets that's really invasive and like needy, needy, so needy, needs all of his attention, and like the guy's trying to go on vacation. He eventually, Bill Murray's character ends up following him onto his vacation. Oh, I should also mention that the character played by Richard Dreyfus, the therapist is not a sympathetic character at all no No. you're supposed to hate him yeah Yeah. which makes the rest of the movie a little bit lighter of a blow but basically what happens is bill murray's kind of a kind of an asshole and he steals his entire life and ruins his life yeah the guy ends up in he basically the roles are reversed yeah yeah he loses his sanity based on this client so it's like oh look Look how funny that is, right? Yeah. The, the, the roles have been reversed. But this movie is dark as fuck, which is what I wanted to say about yeah. it. It's like one of the... It's complete proof that 90s directing can make anything lighthearted. Yeah. Like, it shows that, like, directing is really important in movies. Well, I think the 90s part, too, is such a big aspect of like what is therapy at that time because i feel like therapy was like oh this new cool thing i'm gonna go see a therapist and it was expensive as fuck and they would just be like baby steps here's my book like yeah it's the most stereotypical 90s therapist who's just everyone's like this is bullshit i feel the it's basically like therapy is bullshit which is not true but at the time it oh, was oh yeah that's true i forgot about that they're definitely supposed to be like saying that therapy is kind of yeah but then okay so it's such a 90s problematic way that they portray bill murray as like a guy with mental illness because in the what i know they never actually say that he has one particular mental illness they're just like ah he's a crazy person and he's got this like jambalaya of mental illness he's a little ocd like he has ocd tendencies that he does the first five minutes of the movie yeah and then doesn't really like repeat behavior he's like oh i've gotten over it baby steps baby steps (laughs) um but yeah and then he lists off a bunch of anxiety shit and that's about it that's like that's how ill he is it's weird and also i have a theory that he's not even He's, he's pretending in yeah. the movie. Like, this is how I see the movie. I see it as not a comedy, but a fucking horror movie. <laughs> because it's basically this guy walks into his life, pretends to have a mental illness. And, like, even in the beginning, there's a scene where he's, like, talking about what he might have. And then he, like, does a bunch of things for, like, Tourette's. And then they're like, you're faking it. It's very rare to have Tourette's where you just scream obscenities which is true and he's like well if i fake it i don't have it and i like did not understand that scene at all because it's just kind of like um okay i think his uh, honestly i think his mental illness is hypochondriac yeah i would say that too so the i believe he's mentally ill the whole movie except when he fakes his own death like that's the only point at which I'm like, okay, this is actually you're crazy, and it's you're not like that's premeditated. Yeah. He, what he does is he tries to get Richard Dreyfus's phone number or whatever, and then yeah, and they he's won't like give really it to fucking him. manipulative. And so he goes to the like suicide crisis hotline that he's been calling, and he p- pretends to be a detective, and he's like, <laughs> "Hey there, uh, 
what is it? Bob Wiley just killed himself. So uh, can I write a letter? Like, it's just like, what? Like, this is a plan, but it's not fully hatched. I don't know. If he's not mentally ill, it's one of the creepiest. Because he's like, it's it's wrong on so many levels. Because you got like this guy, Bill Murray, portraying this mentally ill man. Just basically like deceiving his way into that dude's life. And then you have the way that everybody, if Bill Murray is mentally ill in that movie, the way that everybody else treats him is so fucked yeah. up. Like, yeah, yeah. and they, they make it uh, they make it all lighthearted with the classic '90s '90s jingle. '90s That's really with, like, all yeah. a lot of flutes, a lot of flutes. You know, almost like watching it. Like if you if you just hear it, you're like, am I watching Mrs. Doubtfire? Right. Or what about Bob? I feel like all the comedy is in the music and then Bill Murray's huge physical gestures. Like, it's a very physically driven comedy. It's yeah, it definitely is. all of his is. movement and when he's, like, sailing, he's tied to the front of a boat. I'm sailing, I'm a sailor, and just repetition. Like, he repeats yeah. the same shit, and that just makes it funny. And it's also, like, it's very Bill Murray. Like, anytime yeah. I watch him, I can't. I can't help but feel like, ah, this is just, I'm just watching Bill Murray right. do another thing. He's never really just, like, some character. Yeah. You know? Yeah, very true. Uh, yeah, uh, and forewarned, it is a very anxiety-inducing movie. It, yes. So many times I'm like, when is it gonna end? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those movies gonna... where, like, there's so many things to be like, oh, it just happened to wackily go wrong. And you're like, yeah. well, how about you just try the same solution twice? <laughs> and then this movie could have been over. <laughs> like, yeah. Or it's so fucking dark, too, because, like, the guy is a therapist. This is what, like, the only thing that actually, like, I was, I found so hilarious is that he's like, no, this guy is unstable, and we should keep him out of our life. And his family is just like so, nah, it's fine. Yeah. Fuck all that schooling that you went yeah, for. Right. Like, what do you, what do you got, plaques on the wall? Fuck out of here, it's Bill Murray. But he yeah. is such a bad therapist to yeah. Bill Murray. Like, if he was just he like a good guy, yeah. I feel like he could have just been like, okay, I'll take your call. And that's it. But he doesn't. No, fuck that. He's on vacation. I was kind of on his side (laughs) a little bit. And it's like, don't therapists have like backups or like well, they give him the the scene, you know? Yeah, I think they give him like a backup, but he's like so obsessed. So it's really just Bill Murray being obsessed with Richard Dreyfuss and then somehow winning and wanting his life. How does he win them over though? Because he's just an open, good person. Because he's Bill Murray. That's probably yeah, that's like true. the whole he's, thing he's about so it. He's so wholesome. You know, he's such a sweet, gentle guy. It's uh, th- th- they can't even understand that, dude. This dude's a stalker. This dude is stalking, Doctor Leo Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's definitely. He's a little. There's something malicious going on because, like, there's a scene at one point where he's he gets checked into a mental hospital. Yeah. And then. Dr. Leo Marvin leaves him there, and he's like, oh, I finally, yeah, I got that name on lock, Dr. <laughs> Leo Marvin. He I leaves him there, and then he's like, oh, I did it, I got rid of him. And then you go to another scene with Bill Murray just sitting there, like, talking happily with all the staff yeah. and everything, and he's like, ah, ha, ha, palling around. So at the very least, he's a very manipulative. He's like, either manipulative or it's like this contrast of he's so open and care like actually cares about people because like the the couple that wanted to buy the house he like buddies up to them and actually like helps them out and then he helps out 
Ziggy, the son, with diving. Oh, yeah. You know? And the daughter with, like, being awkward and a teenager, I guess. Although she's, like, beautiful. That was, yeah, right. that was, like, a stupid scene, though. That was, like, a stupid dynamic between him and Ziggy, the son. Because it was, like, oh, I'm afraid to jump in the water. <laughs> and, like, the thing that he was doing didn't even really look like diving. And then all of a sudden it's, like, it was very 90s. Yeah. Like, oh, I pushed him into the water and now he can do it. Like, And then they played that music. That yep. the, 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 that scene that just puts a huge grin on my face every time I see it is when uh, Bob and that and that little kid are just hanging out. They're having a sleepover yes. and they're just having so much fun. Uh, it just melts my heart every see? time. Fuck that's that why scene. we love Bob. Fuck that's that why we scene. love Bob. Yeah. No, We're that is the, that's another is scary anti. scene. Like I want to redo this movie, but just I'm gonna change the track. And every time they would have played that like da -da 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 heavy music, it's just gonna be something for foreboding music. Bill Murray's creeping in your life, dude. Because uh, uh, honestly, like I've had, I had a, I had a girlfriend that was like that, where it was like all my friends loved her and everybody loved her. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you just get out of my life because like we had broken up, but we still, you know, you have all the same friend right. group and stuff. So you can't get rid of her. But then you become the uncool yes. one because you're making a problem of it. Like, like Dr. Leo, Leo Marvin. Marvin. Dr. Leo Marvin! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's, I mean, I guess because they could make this movie with any other character and it just wouldn't be as good as the contrast of like a crazy person quote i'm doing air quotes here um and a like esteemed psychologist yeah you wouldn't have a movie like they need you to hate leo marvin and then yeah. so i'm watching this movie i was like i can't cheer for any of these people they're all <laughs> fucked like the family his wife is like so aloof and like not worried about it, that it gave me anxiety the entire time because yeah. it was so unrealistic. It's like, here's this strange man that <laughs> followed us into vacation. Like, bring him on in for supper and shit. And then his kids love him too. He's like manipulating yeah. small children. Dude, fuck Bill I Murray. I don't think he I don't <laughs> think he was. You know, I think I think Bill I think Bob has the best intentions. I yeah, and I think he's an honest, open person. That's the difference, is he's honest and he just says whatever's on his mind versus Dr. Leo Marvin never listens and then just says like bullshit. You I know? think Bob just lacks social Bullshit yeah. brings in the checks though. I mean if you're really I'm gonna spend my time defending Leo Marvin. Oh you okay. know what? <laughs> you, you know what? Uh like uh armchair armchair psychologist here, maybe Bob has autism. Maybe he is on the spectrum. That Maybe he's is, up there yeah. on the spectrum there. That's he very just possible. Wanted some, it did seem you like know? he just wanted some friends. He did yeah, but didn't know how to react. Yeah. And also, uh, he had a very adorable goldfish in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it just they just kind of forgot about the goldfish, I think. I don't remember the goldfish in the end. I don't know. That's I a good about point. The well, he, I forgot about marries. the goldfish. You know what? It probably died in production. Probably. <laughs> and they were like, and they couldn't get another. No, one. no. Wow, like, low budget, real low emotional budget. investment. You know, like Bill yeah, Murray's a weird they guy. Find the right spot on one, so they were just like, "Fuck it." They were probably like, "We got another one, Bill." And he's like, "What? No, no it's dead." Gold. Yeah, that was be what Bob would do. What were you Method saying? acting. Bob oh, marries. Oh well, at the end, Bob marries Leo's Marries sister. into his family. Another crazy, creepy Bob. I do feel like this movie has some of the best just, like, one-off lines where if yeah. you catch it, like, when he's singing, 
after he's gone sailing and he thinks he's a sailor, he is a sailor. Um, and he's, he's like, give me a minute to blow the man down. I was laughing for hours <laughs> at that. And I just kept singing it to myself. I was like, that's such a good little. And it's like a family movie, probably. I don't yeah. know what the rating. Probably PG-13. It should be rated R. <laughs> for NC-17. trauma. <laughs> I left very afraid. Yeah. I love that movie very and w- We all thought that uh, Bob was going to be the one to blow up the house. Oh, right. yeah. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, the house Spoiler gets alert. blown yeah. up. Yeah. It's been since like 94. Yeah. yeah. There's no I had, apparently, this was a fucking classic of a movie that I had not heard of at all. And people you know, were, I, was uh, like, I think you should with your podcast. We should create a rule of like how long after the piece Ooh, of content came point. out before there's no need for spoiler alerts no that was that was being facetious there are no there are no spoiler alerts in this (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm sorry if you haven't seen it's literally it's right there on the title what i'm gonna talk about so it's like and plus we do like old content yeah well i mean so far we've done old content you just might I mean, we'll talk. We'll talk about this later. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll if you're out. listening to this and you want to get on here and talk to me about some new shit that just came out, it's not happening. <laughs> I'd say the limit's five years. Five years. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. People. For TV series, ten years maybe. Because I haven't right. seen like all the Sopranos. Yeah. I'm that's like, a, don't that's spoil that. I'll get around to it. Like. That's true. Yeah. Ultimately, I've got an iron fist when it comes to whatever we do with this. And I'm like, wait, what movie did you want? Nah, it's a whack movie. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, no, you're not on. It's like, cancel your date. You're not on my show anymore. Yeah, you uh, You were telling me that, like, uh, you watched, like, the first little bit and ended up having to turn it off or something. And so I just didn't get through it. it you was weren't late. really that into it at first. Yeah. I got a I got a bedtime. I had and then I had I had to reassure you. Damn! Like, stop blowing up my spot. She picked a movie and you didn't like it. <laughs> Thomas is podcasting. No, no. I think I, I think uh, I think it would be good if you uh, if there was an episode of this podcast for a thing that you didn't even particularly think it's was It's going to be called Thomas Goes to the Movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to go see a movie, and then I'm going to come talk about it. Perfect. And I'm just going to talk about probably how... My take on movies is always like, oh, it's supposed to be a comedy? No, it's actually fucked up. <laughs> they were like, oh, it's supposed to be a supposed to be a thriller? Like, no, I was actually lighthearted. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Are you a moderator for subreddit fan theories? Yeah, right. Well, like, okay, Bob here's was Dr. Leo Marvin the whole time. The thing about it is, is like movies. So this is what happens is the fact that you know that they're movies and that they're yeah. trying to go for one thing. It always allows me to kind of see it in a different light. So like with action movies, when I'm watching an action movie, I just think about like how ridiculous it is that all of the people are like involved and they're doing right. this scene over and over again and they've got to repeat those cheesy lines and it honestly becomes a little hilarious to me yeah and then like a story like what about bob is like is interesting because it shows that you can take something a screenplay how it's written and just direct it a little different and it can completely change yeah very true i wonder who wrote what about bob like whose mind did this come out of yeah that's true let's see I'll Google it. I'm sound god. You too. Okay. Go. You okay. Oh, yeah. We'll keep get chatting. On get the facts. All right. Um, no, when I was watching it, though, I was like, this is kind of a metaphor for comedians in general, getting back to sort of, I guess, the oh, general yeah. theme. I don't, it just seemed like Bob is likable because he just tries shit out and says it. 
and if it sticks, it sticks, and, and he does works, repeat it, it like crazy. I thought you were gonna say it's kind of like that because all comedians are kind of unstable. And yeah, well, they nice are people, but they're just really likable. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Right? That he is like a comedian in that sense because there's a lot of people in comedy who are like, or even what makes you some sort of a creative person is like just a screws that you have loose, so right. to speak. You know, some people. At least in my in my experiences, artists and whatnot. It's so cliche to say. Oh, you mean the like artists like Alvin Sargent and Alvin Laura Sargent. Ziskin wrote ah, the story, and then Tom Shulman wrote the screenplay. So they wrote a separate story and then mm. the screenplay. I wonder if it's a book or something. Ooh. Probably and not. Directed by Frank Oz. It was probably a oh, book by Leo Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> what Leo it's called What Happened. <laughs> Why you shouldn't let your patients get close yeah, to you. Yeah, like, it's, a, it's a foreboding a tale. Cautionary tale. A cautionary tale. Oh. But no, Bill Murray is just kind of... It's hard for me to watch him do anything because I always just end up seeing Bill Murray. And it's comedians end up the same way like that for me because it's hard for me to watch people try new things yeah because i know how they are all the time and i'm always seeing like the best performances or what i like from them i guess the same way with music too like if an artist i feel like tries to do something different musically and i already like like their music a certain way yeah i can't really take the other thing seriously versus if it was something completely new from a person that i had never known before right yeah, I think, I mean, Bill Murray is interesting, too, because I think he's probably the first SNL cast member that went the path of, I'm super famous on SNL, and now I'm just going to be this character in everything that I'm in. Other than serious work, I would say Bill Murray's, like, serious, lost in translation, and then now that he's older and can kind of play this, like, but it still is the same Bill Murray guy, lost just in Wes translation, Anderson. Yeah, lost in translation kind of, it was more serious. But I did still kind of feel like I was watching Bill Murray. Oh, have you seen Broken Flowers? No. Oh, maybe. That's a good one. What is the plot where he's trying to find... He's trying to find, like, a a lost love? Yes. Of some sort? Yeah. Yeah. That's That's a good one. People don't like that movie because, like, that's the kind of movies I like. Because they say not enough happens in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then it's more like an actual well-written story, I feel like. And that's how uh, The Razor's Edge, which is a book that Bill Murray was in love with, and when he like made enough money, he was like, I'm going to produce this and star in it. It's Somerset Mom, if you're a big reader. Really good book. But, oh, damn. Um, but it's a serious... It's like set in the 1920s, so it has a whole like historical kind of... Not historical, but like period piece okay but it's also like nothing really happens in these characters lives that's a coherent story you know yeah it's just like a bunch of scenes that kind of give you a feel for what's going on in the general movie yeah those are do you feel like those are boring movies that's actually my favorite kind of movie like a character study you know what i mean yeah yeah i'm trying to think of uh examples of other ones other character studies oh you know what you know what the best Bill Murray movie is, though? What? <laughs> Osmosis Jones, baby. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. 
I forgot that. Also, was a, film. a character study in a yeah, man's definitely. disgusting body. <laughs> the inner workings of the character. All I can think about in that movie is the scene where he eats a hard boiled egg and how yeah. gross oh. it was. Off the ground or whatever. Yeah, because yes. I don't even like hard boiled eggs. <laughs> like, which what kid really likes hard boiled eggs? Like, fuck hard boiled eggs. Yeah, no. Yeah, my, my and favorite then you line put, in like, that movie. Mayonnaise on it too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What the yeah. fuck? People do that? It is kind of no, a deconstructed you, egg salad. Like, yeah, egg salad. Sort of. True. Yeah. And then so do the de- uh, deviled eggs. You know, that's it's just true. yolks whipped up with mayonnaise and mustard. Nah, but no, that's different. Mayonnaise. You can't talk shit on deviled eggs. Yeah. You're just going to come on my show. <laughs> There's a problem. <laughs> 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 just going to come on my show and start talking shit. No about new shit. No like. eggs. Yeah. These are Thomas's rules. <laughs> no, deviled eggs are like, there's a process. You got to go through yeah. blah, blah, blah in order to make it. You got to mix the ingredients. So you like hard-boiled eggs. You just like one step. Dude, it's you like just saying a couple one-liner steps comedy is the same as like any other, you know? Like, that's just the ingredients, baby. You got yeah, like, to put it together to make a meal. If some if you ask for a sandwich and somebody just gave you some meat and some bread, you're like, that's, that's not a sandwich. What the fuck is this? Meat and bread. Yeah, I need I need some wetness on my sandwich. Alright. Some mayo. Tone down. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, fuck it. I can't even say I want a wet sandwich. What if I want deviled eggs on my sandwich? Hey, a deviled egg sandwich that take his mic. Take his mic. Fried egg sandwich. I don't know. You're going too far, Dylan. Too Anyways, far. Doctor Leo God, Marvin. This uh, isn't your whole world that you're controlling with eggs. You just let us in on your well, life. Yep, gang. This has been Eggcast. Uh, <laughs> you got anything to plug, Lundy? <laughs> I do this cool podcast called The Examined Laugh. You should check it out. The Examined Laugh. Oh. Take his mic. Take his mic. One thing we didn't talk about, the puppets. The puppets? Which puppets? They're hand puppets. Oh. That's a classic. Tell us, tell us about the hand puppets. They have Dr. Leo Marvin has family <laughs> hand puppets that he talks to his family to. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. I overlooked that. That's weird. Okay, see, so now I'm so he's it. weird too. Yeah. See now I can't root for anybody in this yeah. movie. They should insert me into that movie. I'm rooting for the goth <laughs> kid. The whole movie. I'm just rooting for the goth kid. Oh, yeah. Sigmund? Z- Zygmunt? Sigmund. Sigmund. He's named after Sigmund. Actually, yeah. I fuck with that kid because like, yeah. he's the nihilist. Yeah. In the beginning, he's just like, you know, we're all going to die. Yeah, right? we're all going to die. Every yeah. one of us. <laughs> <laughs> he could just be trolling his dad. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to think, like, the wife and the daughter don't have personalities. Also, no. typical 90s. Typical 90s. Male driven yeah. plot. <laughs> But, yeah. Nah, it's a very problematic movie. Because, like, I don't know, I was like, am I, am, I, am I not fun anymore? Can I not enjoy things? No, like, I didn't think of, I had watched it, I watched it last year, actually, on a Tinder date with a guy whose father was a psychologist who was disbarred. And they had to flee, shit. they had to flee the United States for this guy's whole childhood. And we watched it, and it had been forever since I'd seen it. And I was like, probably... The high, movie so. was based off this. No, I was gonna say, what was, was his name? Was his dad's name Theo Barvin? <laughs> Maybe. No, but he was fucking. And I was like, oh yeah, this is a funny movie. And then like two dates later, one date later, 
he tried to convince me that child labor should be legal again. So like fucked what? up, fucked up. Well, but well, so what we've learned here. is fuck psychiatrists, yeah, <laughs> and fuck their kids. Yeah, exactly. No, not not literally, figuratively. No, fuck figuratively. Their kids. Clearly, Molly did or not else, fuck their kid. Well, too late. <laughs> 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 hey, you know what? What about Bob is said to be one of the biggest aphrodisiac movies there yeah, is. Yeah, really set know? in the mood. Wow, they but got Bill married. Murray, he's a handsome man. So. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I mean, he used he's to listening it. to this. Well, what was the guy's arguments for child labor? Just curious. Okay, so well, the backstory is there's a Chinese restaurant near the, my apartment uh-huh. that always had children working at the front, like twelve and ten, maybe. Right. Kids of the restaurant, and they were there all the time. I went and got Chinese food a lot at different times of the day, so I knew. And um, and so we went to get Chinese food at this restaurant and take it back to my house. And as we're leaving, I jokingly was like, God, they have so much child labor there. I don't even like I hate supporting it, but it's such good Chinese food. And he was like, well, but those kids are working hard. Child labor should be legal. Like you may not know, but children should work. And I was just like, what? And that was pretty much the whole argument. Still Just some work ethic in the little I bastards. Guess. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of get yeah. where he was going, where it was like, y- you know, uh, he's like, well, kids should know what a hard day's work right. is like. But they shouldn't. But was you shouldn't like be working. Business? It was a family business, but it was mm. also 10 p.m. on a Friday, and yeah. these kids are there. Like, yeah. that's oh, fucking damn. weird. I'm that never going to be able to watch Bob's Burgers the same. <laughs> I know, right? You're like, oh, the reality. Child labor. Because well, I, I, I remember, fine. like, uh, when I was in junior high, uh, the the amusement park would hire fourteen year olds. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I thought that was pretty young to be for to have a job. Yeah, yeah, you, know? you can get a work permit, but I'm pretty sure these kids are just kind of working yeah. it, and they're yeah. still there. My roommate texted me and was like, "Remember the fight you got in over child labor, and you kicked that guy? Those kids are still there." I was like, "Wow, oh. you kicked shit." Did. You no, fought I, him over. No, I, <laughs> I kicked him out of our apartment because okay. I was just tired of his weird, weird comment. It was like a yeah. whole night of weird, like, psychiatry, like, yeah. believes euthanasia should be legal, which I do too, but for people who are chronically depressed. So, like, if you oh, just wow. want to Damn, commit suicide. Damn, this guy was, in, did you meet this guy on Reddit? No, <laughs> I <laughs> probably is on Reddit. No, on Tinder. And then I took him to an event with, like, four or five people I used to work with and he's spouting this shit off and I was just like, all right, You're pour me this whole bottle of wine. <laughs> like, I'm going to black out and never remember this. Damn, I yeah. didn't even think of that. Yeah, see, when you go on dates with people, you gotta, like, there's the first couple dates and then their real personality. Comes right. Out. Like, start but this telling was a second date. Really. This guy seems to, seemed to almost revel in having, yeah. he did. And having he controversial like ideas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would get annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Big I would fan kick of what about Bob, up. though. Yeah. So. Big fan of what about Bob. I mean, about aren't Bob? we all? Aren't yeah. we all? Not Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I enjoyed it. it. I, I didn't I want enjoy- to imply. It was interesting, <laughs> basically. Like, the when I watched it, I was like, oh, my God. It made me want to be a director. Yeah. It really made me. And I started thinking about, like, what other movies could I completely change if you just kind of change the way it goes a little bit like that, you know? Well, yeah. And yeah, that, that Frank Oz guy, the guy who directed it, he seemed like a pretty interesting dude. Voice of Yoda. That's Wait, true. what? Voice of Yoda. Yeah. And, Damn. And voice of Bert from Bert and, Bert and Ernie. He's been huh. uh, he's been involved with Sesame Street since 1969. 
So he just has this like Muppet outlook on life. Yeah. yeah. And he directed a horror movie through the outlook of a Muppet. Oh my God. Yeah. What if Whoa. this guy actually, he has his own mental illness. He's incapable of taking anything seriously. Right. Yes. <laughs> Uh, all right, dang! I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I gotta all go to work. Right. Uh, one last comment: What if the uh, the main characters of the movie are the puppets that Doctor Doctor Leo Marvin uses to talk to his family? Oh Boom. my God! And he's already in the asylum. Sound oh God, God out. That's over. our Reddit theory. <laughs> that is yes. a fan theory for sure. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. What about Bob? What about Bob? What about him? One he? of my faves that they say in the movie. You mentioned that the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Boom, like when they, they said it. say the title of the movie in it, I, it warms my heart. Yeah. Me a One question I did have, why does he use explosives to kill Bob at the end? And he has a gun. Right. Another one of those like anxiety-filled problems. Not that I wanted him to kill him at that point, but I was like, you know... If you really wanted to get that done, yeah. you were like right there. He was like out of the woods, no pun intended. Because <laughs> he passed. No, it's total overkill, literally. It's um. like that cartoon level of. See, whenever that gets applied to live action movies, though, I feel like it makes me. Because, you know, like in cartoons, stuff like that'll happen. It's like, right. oh, I'm trying to kill the mouse, and then something went. Even when I was a little kid, that used to make me so mad. That that was happening in a live action movie? No, no, like in a cartoon. Oh, yeah. I feel like in live action movies, it's just like to watch. You're like, no, just put me in the movie. I can solve everyone's problem. It really does turn into like a cartoon movie, just live action. It's like, yeah, it makes sense that Frank Oz is like children's entertainer. Exactly. I feel like a lot of the comedy, like from that era, like even Bill Murray, like with the Mm -hmm. physical style. Because yep. when I watch movies for this podcast, what happens is I always end up like paying too close attention to them. Yeah. And I forget that I'm like, I'm supposed to be relaxing, watching right. comedy movies. I don't take notes anymore. But I used yeah. to sit there and like take notes and be like, oh, how does this relate to this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And no, yeah, that was the thing. It's like there's that certain style of comedy where it's like very cartoonish. And I think like that's what they employed mostly throughout this movie. And usually, like, physical humor doesn't get me. So maybe that's probably why yeah. I was like, yeah. It's like, but I love cartoons, though. So that's interesting as to why I can't find a common middle ground between yeah, both. Yeah, the difference. I don't know. I love Dumb and Dumber, though. And that's kind yeah. of like a cartoony movie. It like, is. It is. I feel like Dumb and Dumber having two buffoons yeah. two comic guys that are like making all these mistakes takes a little of the pressure off you know yeah. if it's just bob you're like this is the he's holding the comedic scene but also the plot points and you're like oh this is just too many emotions. it almost so yeah anxious, it, like, it kind of holds the plot hostage because like you're always thinking of like okay because it's such a serious problem i feel like yeah so like it was such a serious problem and i was like they got to do something about this Bob guy. <laughs> like, I'm worried about him. And it would be all this, like, like the cartoon scenes, which is interesting because, like, was there any physical violence? One thing that always takes me out about movies back then. Yeah. I mean, movies, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of recent movies, but I feel like movies are better. A lot of the 90s comedy was, like, here's this thing that would totally, like, you would be hurt or, you right. know, or something that was like, we're going to shoot you in the face. And I don't like think the- there's anything 
Dr. Leo Marvin falls in the water at one point, right? Yeah. And but he's not The house hurt. explodes. The house explodes. The house explodes. <laughs> that was kind of a cartoony scene. Yeah. Cuz like where But are it's the... good because the people that like wanted the house are cheering cuz they didn't want the yeah, house. they want him to have the house, so it's like victory. <laughs> that poor man's life. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think there's well, and he jumps on. Yeah, Bob. that's right. He attacks him. Yeah. <laughs> Another, yeah, physical assault. Just going down the check marks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the other thing. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny. It was a news article from a few months ago. Uh, a monkey named Naruto, actually. What? Yeah. Shout out what? To Naruto. <laughs> Thomas cool. is a big fan of Naruto now. <laughs> um, he took a selfie on a tourist's camera, and then the tourist, I guess, printed it or whatever, and PETA sued on behalf of Naruto, the monkey. Holy shit. Saying that he, as a intelligent person, yeah. owns that intellectual property. And so I feel like that's just like, like, what is the answer there? Are monkeys smart enough to own a picture? I don't know. Yeah, how good is the picture? Is Let's it see. a fire selfie? Because I mean, like, if I it's, think it's a pretty good. Is it that? If he it's that the, one. Supposedly. Oh damn, he's so, like right there. Yeah, and so. he's smiling. The monkey is smiling. Just to describe it, he's a black monkey of some sort. Um, cut that out. That sounds so bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it doesn't say what kind of mon- Oh, no, it does. A uh, free-living crested macaque. Macaque? Macaque? In Indonesia. Uh, photographer David Slater left his camera unattended in an Indo- Indonesian forest, which allowed Naruto to take several photos of himself. Holy shit. So he had to get the angles in there. He was trying to send that to somebody. I wonder if they would have like left the phone there. Would he have taken it and like shown it to other monkeys? Maybe. Yeah. Showing off the photos. I don't know. They ruled against it in January, and it went to the like federal circuit court of appeals. This oh is what the government god. is dealing with now. Oh my god, poor judge. You know, somebody had to get into work the next morning, and like they found that case sitting there. Somebody had to write there. a brief. Shouldn't I? Don't know what they decided. I'm trying to figure it out, but. I don't know. That's something where I'm like, like elephants paint pictures and then zoos sell them, right? Yeah. So technically they're painting that though. You're making, oh like, what is the process of like, this is my idea. So the elephants are being exploited. Yes. Is what you're saying. Pretty sure. <laughs> art everywhere. farms. Yeah, art farms. Actually, that'd be a cool book, like Animal Farm, but Animal oh, Art Farm. Oh, shit. The monkeys are the photographers. Yeah. <laughs> the elephants paint the pictures. Who would be the chefs? Something on the nose. The pigs. Ooh, good <laughs> the one. pigs and the chickens. Yep. What's the worst case scenario that could possibly happen with this monkey and his selfie? Like, what if it goes viral? And then, like, the monkey Ooh. uses this. Not like the monkey knows that he's famous. The monkey becomes an Instagram star. Holy shit. Starts making money off of sponsorships. Oh, that's sad. And that money is all that monkeys, but all he can buy are bananas and cigarettes because that's all that monkeys <laughs> eat, I'm pretty monkey. sure. And little hats. And little hats, a tambourine. But maybe he doesn't want to play oh my tambourine. God. You he know can what? tell if us we if he has personhood. <laughs> if we gave that monkey cigarettes and cool hats, would he take better selfies? Yes. Artsier selfies? Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. That's actually what the picture is missing. 
Yeah, you look it needs at, yeah, a hat like, Photoshop There's a lot of on. empty space in there. I feel yeah. like you'd look good in like a nice uh, a bowler or something. Yeah, a trilby. A trilby. <laughs> Can monkeys pull? Yeah, okay. Is this monkey you, getting on Reddit? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trashing Reddit the whole time. That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> no, monkeys can pull off trilbies, but people can't. I think that's the yes. problem. Monkeys and bowlers look cool. I can't think of a hat a monkey wouldn't look good in. Santa Claus hat? No, it would look no, fantastic. Damn. Uh, I think we just stumbled upon something here. Monkeys, monkeys and have hats. Great hat heads. Well, they have like big heads, but their features are just expressive. So it's like a little frame for their face. <laughs> yeah. And then the hat just sits there yeah. perfectly. It highlights their. What if this monkey becomes eyes. rich? Like the photo becomes profitable. So that's a thing that happens, though. People's dogs become rich and famous, or people give all their money to their pets. Oh, holy shit. And it's like, how? who's managing the money for animals is what I want to know. Who's Ooh. deciding what they want to buy? Now, that would be a fun a, job. There's a 90s movie. Oh, my right? God. There's no discrepancy yeah. in that. That's all. <laughs> I think that's kind of Ace Ventura, but. Pet detective? Yeah. Oh, my he's God. he's detecting. You know what? When I was a kid, I had this. I No, I, I'm lying. I say when I was a kid. But it's <laughs> totally not something that I thought of. When I, it's something that I thought of a lot in college. I want to be an animal lawyer. Yeah, Wait, so you could fuck. represent the Naruto. Had a lawyer. God damn it. <laughs> this is a real job you could do, Thomas. Holy shit. You know what? Amazing. Yeah. Dogs need lawyers. For like what? When they bite someone? That and they need someone to represent them because of all of this uh false advertising and marketing mm. like begging strips. That's blatantly Ooh. lying. On the yeah. on the packaging, slander. it says it's slander. Dogs, dogs don't know it's not bacon, <laughs> but give it to them anyway because they're stupid. That's exactly. And I was like, who's gonna speak up and represent these dogs? Like, uh, it's an injustice. How would you feel? Like, you know, you're excited. You're like, yeah. oh, it's time for bacon. You think you're they definitely bacon? know too. You can smell bacon cooking. You can't <laughs> smell a jar of bacon strips. If you open it, maybe, but... That's like a deep philosophical twist to it for a dog's life. That's like finding out that all of your life was just a simulation. Like it's like the dog. allegory of the cave, but for dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you turn and see the light, and you realize that none of it was real meat. You can never go back to enjoying big and strips. <laughs> you can you never go always, back. Your dog you will always know. You can never go back know. into the cave. <laughs> Uh, no, I think animal rights, I mean, I'm, I like animals, okay, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not a, like, PETA. You're about to, you're about to say some horrible shit about it. No, I, so I believe that, like, animals at a certain level are, like, equal to, like, whales are yeah. probably equal to humans. Yeah. They should have their own law of the sea. Like, whales should manage the ocean. Wish we could communicate with them and just put them in charge of international what waters. What if they were, like, dicks about it, bro? And they're See, like very restrictive the about, yeah, yeah, what if they were like, you know what? No, we don't want you guys in this water. This is ours. Yeah. I think that's kind of on us then. We got to be like, oh, shit. Oh, We'd have to come water. up with like whale accords, you know, yeah. peace treaties. Yeah, actually, damn. Not because I don't think it would be the one time in human history where it went through peacefully. Like a yeah. takeover. We'd probably just go in and, uh, sorry, whales, you guys got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I guess we have big enough boats now, too. 
Yeah. The whales might have like a weird sonar. Ooh, they could. This is a good movie. This is a this good movie. This actually, I think, is a Star Trek where the whales are a people. Oh. Like, they're like the only thing. But I do think there should be a movie where whales band together using their sonar voices and blow up ships. Blow up ships. Because they just hit mass. notes that are like crazy and then it's just like across you know the world. Water, wi- water World didn't do too hot. No. This sounds like a good this reboot. Is a good. They it could get North Korea somehow. Like throw Kim them Jong, in there. He could have his own squad of whales. Kim whale Jong slaves. Whale. Ooh. <laughs> I was trying to think of a <laughs> whale pun, but like, damn. Oh. Kim Jong Orca. Kim Jong, I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Whales don't have a lot of um, other monikers, do they? They're just whales. I mean, they have their individual names. Yeah. Are whales mammals? I feel like I should yes. know this. I should definitely know that. Whales I'm going to edit that out. Whales are mammals. <laughs> Please don't. Just let everybody... <laughs> common misconception. Fish, uh, mammal, who knows? Yeah, but it's weird. Like, when do animals become people? Yeah, and, like, what's the extent that you can actually try an animal case? Like, can I go... Can I be a shady dog lawyer? Right. Can I just find dogs that, like, hey, you know, nothing's wrong, but pug, you got those breathing problems? We can mm. get you some money. Yeah. yeah. Oh my that's god. That's human's I would, fault. Human makes so kind's much fault. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what other dog breeds have terrible hips uh, or terrible body parts? Oh, German well, shepherds have terrible hips. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was. That's what my brain was reaching for. And I, they're forced into a career they may not want. Oh my god. Police dogs. Yeah. yeah. Do police dogs want to be police dogs? I am going to clean up. This is the last episode of this podcast because I'm going back to school now. I'm going to get into animal, animal lawyer. Law. Yeah. Thomas yeah. Lundy, attorney at dog. Yeah. Attorney at bark. Attorney at bark. Law. Esquire. Attorney okay. at paw. Damn, it was right oh, there. Oh, it was right there. Fuck. <laughs> Come on. I forgot. We can. This is a. Uh, so thank you for being on the show, Molly Smithson. Thank uh, you so much for having me. This was my uh, first podcast, actually. Really? You broke my podcast cherry, yeah. Very nice. This is uh, the best podcast in the city, so it's yes. all downhill from here. I'm uh, sorry, yeah. Won't even try. Don't ask me don't, to be yeah, on your podcast. Don't be on anyone else's podcast. Exclusive. Mark Marin. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see ya. <laughs> She said I was gone In and out her life I guess the story's getting on But she can't abort me in her soul Daytime TV talk to more in this show like oh She's a reflection of the glow All the shades and all the swords of which it glows But yo I be working my ass off not to have a bad blast off She hold my hand and can't see that I'm absent and it's sad dog But it costing cash depends on how much the cash costs you see, everyone is a tad lost in I was mad floss and swag had caution With the yellow table crossed To her at least I was bossing yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she complained, I heard her pace Even though most of it was absurd and easy It just didn't work for me Being a certain tease that I could do better Or maybe you can do better And she's deserving me And it's hard to tell if I'm hurt Cause see, I bleed burgundy That's my word, but my shirt's burgundy And I changed my shirt, but I got like five of them Honey, want the truth, but get mad when supplies coming in You thought that you could lie to comply with the jive 
running from him, but instead we was both stressed and ready to die from it. Man, love could be like a wig. Cause a couple hits of rape, and after a while, you barely get high from it. You know, like a tolerance. You know, fuck, yeah, I'm sorry, that was me. I'm vent. Yeah. But over instruments, I implement. I hit you as an incident, risking this intimate wish slipping. Shot clocks tick ticking, I shot my shit breaking, but fuck isn't tripping. So why yo? Why yo? Thank you.